Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We want to wish you a joyful and Christ-centered Christmas. This Christmas we believe that right where we are at, it may not be very ideal, we can still experience the living God. We often pick and choose which season of our life we invite Christ into. But what if we bring him into every season of our life, no matter how blessed or broken it is? We have Pastor Geshom share a message titled "Jesus, the Living Hope for All Seasons." Hi, church! It's such a joy and a privilege to be bringing God's word to you. And even before we start the sermon, I just want to take this time to wish you all a blessed Christmas. Our prayer and hope is that even as you gather as families, as friends, as loved ones together, in the midst of joyful times or in the in the midst of you know times if you are not going through a joyful time right now if you have questions our prayer is that jesus would be center to every conversation jesus would be the hope that you rely on and even as we dive into god's word i strongly believe that this message is going to center everything around jesus so that we leave knowing that jesus is with us and that this christmas will be one of difference where we'll be able to experience his love his joy and his peace far more than we've experienced earlier. And so even before we get into God's word, I just want to say a quick word of prayer so that God can speak to us, God can minister to us at our point of need. Our loving heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you Lord for this time. Lord, even as we open your word, Lord Jesus, and even as we meditate, I pray that Lord you would anoint me, Lord Jesus. I pray even as I speak it will be you speaking, Lord. Holy Spirit, I pray for whoever is listening right now that they'll be able to listen with uh Lord an open heart and open mind. and i pray that lord we would want to see miracles happen we are expectant lord jesus i pray we would never lose that expectation that we have from you lord jesus where you can do supernatural things you can do miraculous things lord jesus and we'll hold on to that lord we thank you be with us and bless us in your most holy name we pray amen 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 even as we start i just want to ask can you believe it we've made it to the christmas of 2021 you know for a lot of us we thought 2021 looked different we thought you know we might go back to some kind of normalcy and over the past few weeks you know we've been hearing about a new uh, variant that's causing a lot of havoc they're saying that things might not uh, you know ha- uh, go back to normal for some time and you know for a lot of us uh, i speak on behalf of a lot of people who've lost loved ones over the last year that you know this christmas is going to be different This Christmas is going to have that empty chair in your dining room. This Christmas you may not be able to fill out that greeting card or that gift that you usually buy for that loved one because they are missing. They are not here on this earth. And somehow you've are probably in the zone where you feel, you know what, I just don't feel like celebrating Christmas. But you know, uh, there are a lot of debate, you know, a lot of people are contemplating, you know what, did Jesus even uh, you know, was he actually born on December 25th? you know the truth is jesus was born irrespective of the date you know irrespective of when exactly which day moving all that aside he was born which brings us to the fact that when he came down he came down as the answer for man's sin he came down because he wanted to restore that relationship back which was there in the garden of eden so that we would be able to see him face to face when he comes back You know the entire Christmas narrative is incomplete if we don't uh, see the fact that he came into this world he was here for 33 years he died on the cross so that you and me can be saved 
and he rose again and he went back to heaven saying that he's going to come back so in our journey with jesus there are a couple of things which i would love for us to hold on to even this week i was reading a couple of articles and in that article it said you know 69% of people today are stressed in these uh, last two weeks uh, of the last year because they don't have time 69% you know and i one was a victim of this you know i was struggling to find time in these last 2 3 weeks you know i just felt so many things were happening and i had barely any time and so 69% are stressful 70% are stressed and drained emotionally because they have a lack of money 51 are pressured because they don't know what to get their loved one and so today whatever its circumstances is you know the stat went on to say how a lot of people are anxious because of uncertainty a lot of people are depressed because they just can't pick themselves up because of the loss that they've experienced in life a lot of people you know are lonely in this season even though it's meant to be with people around you it's probably because of the whole thing that this entire year is coming to a close and we might feel like we haven't accomplished much as we enter into a new year we might not look at it with you know uh, the eyes of achieving something but today i want us to understand that jesus came down to this earth so that we will have hope and the sermon that i've titled today is the hope for all seasons the hope for all seasons he's not the hope for just the christmas season he's not the hope for just the advent season he's just not the hope for the last quarter of the year no he's the hope for all seasons you know uh, we live uh, here in chennai and we don't experience uh, all the four seasons you know and i was just reading some fun facts about seasons and it went on to say that the earth has to undergo seasonal change every year you know and for some of us uh, you know chennai we feel you know it's too hot but when the monsoon came we were literally cribbing where is the sun you know and so many a times we are like that in our season we enjoy one season of our life but we fail and we look to god and we complain you know throughout that season to god saying god why am i uh, going through this what have you done for me you know we literally question him you know I, when we were in the us for a year we landed when it was winter and we left when it was winter and during the course there was this one tree we had to walk past every day as we were going to the gym and so it was beautiful to see that even as spring came how it bloomed how the leaves were f- so fresh how summer came and towards the end of summer it started drying when autumn came the tree didn't have leaves at all everything had fallen down and then towards winter it was fully covered with snow and so as i was thinking about that i realized that you know we pick and choose jesus for our season we pick and choose jesus you know what i need him to be in my life for this season you know i'm going uh, through a tough time right now i need him now but when the good time comes i ignore him i leave him aside i put him on a shelf i think he we don't need him and that's a beautiful part about community and the gathering that we do time and again week on week is the fact that it you know focuses back whatever season everyone is in we still gather under the same building we gather under that roof or we gather online and we are declaring jesus is god over that season that we are going through yes the season that i am going through the person who's sitting next to me may not be going through or sometimes even within the same house the season that i'm going through my spouse might be going through a different season i might not be at peace within myself but they might be in peace with themselves and so today i don't know who i'm telling this to 
for those of you who within the marriage are not in peace with one another the hope that jesus brings is the fact that he's willing to give that peace to you too the hope that he brings is the fact that in the midst of this you know chaotic divorce that you're going through he's willing to bring peace in the midst of the separation he's willing to bring that clarity so that you don't feel lost in the midst of you know the loss that you've had in your family he's willing to bring that comfort and strength so that you can rise up again today's key verse that we're going to look at is from romans chapter 15 verse 13 and it goes on to say may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the holy spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises I'm also reading it from the passion translation and it goes on to say now may god the fountain of hope fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him and may the power of the holy spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope I love this the way passion kind of like exemplifies certain keywords and I just taken highlighted two of these words that are seen there one is in verse 13 it says now may god the fountain of hope fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace fountain of hope so today whatever season you're in this jesus who's come down who we are remembering the fact that he came down 2000 years back for you and me he's going to give you this fountain of hope so if you're in a season of dryness he'll be that fountain of hope if you're in that season of joy and you know celebration he'll be that fountain of hope if you are in the time of you know grieving and in a loss he still will be that fountain of hope and the second part of this verse goes on to say and may the power of the holy spirit continually surround your life with a super abundance until you radiate with hope and the holy spirit is here today to walk this journey along with us i am so glad that i live at a time when i'm not living at a time where we didn't know who jesus was we are living at a time where we know who jesus was we are living at a time where he walked on this earth where he did miracles on this earth where he did so much and because of his followers we are able to experience hear his word and believe in his word and i want to encourage you today are you willing to allow this fountain of hope overflow in your life you know a fountain is basically um it it there's no water system literally people build fountains to actually you know to make it look good you know to uh, add uh, beauty to a particular place and i believe god wants to add beauty in the midst of whatever season we are in and he just doesn't want us to add beauty but he wants to have that radiance in our faces so that when we meet others when we meet people who don't have this hope they are like how are you hopeful how are you, why is your face looking different why do you look at situation like this and you still have hope i heard one of our friends you know he told about another fellow friend who uh, went through a tough time with his wife's pregnancy and he said you know what the joy that this guy has is completely different and i believe if i have to label it it's he's radiating with hope so today are we all radiating with hope are, are are we all radiating with doubt are we all radiating disbelief you know the fountain of hope that god gives is not about positive feeling i'm repeating that again the fountain of hope that god gives is not about one of positive feeling 
I don't have hope when everything positive is going in my life or when everything good is going in my life. The hope that he gives is in the midst of trials. The hope that he gives is in the midst of tribulations. The hope that he gives is in the midst of difficulty. The hope that he gives is in the midst of darkness. When we are surrounded by darkness, when we feel we are succumbing to the power of the enemy. You know, uh, just two weeks back I was traveling and I got to meet a pastor friend and he was sharing with me and he's been through a tough time over the last two years and he was talking about his journey and he said you know what Geshom I was in jail I came out all that put aside even though it's been two years even though you know I'm out doing uh, so many other things for God I've never seen a fruitful time than what I'm seeing right now he said in the midst of persecution in the midst when his faith was you know put to the test in the in the midst when his family was threatened he's saying hope still prevailed and i want to tell you today church in the midst of whatever we are going through god is confirming and telling hey i'll be that fountain of hope so whatever is situation probably you have a doctor's report and you're, you know you you're looking at the report and you're saying you know what god i don't think i can have hope you know with with this report in my hand or probably you're looking at a relationship a frayed relationship with your parent where you are unable to agree time and again but god saying hey i'll give that hope to you or probably you know your work has gone chaotic and you know you're unable to just do anything about it you're mistaken people are you know just out to get you have hope have hope in jesus because jesus is the only way the truth and the life and i want to emphasize in the fact that you know when you have this fountain of hope with god irrespective of whatever situation you're going through you will overflow with uncontainable joy and perfect peace our god is just not god when everything is going good he's god in the midst of the chaos i love the fact that his word constantly reminds us that he is the perfect peace in the midst of trouble I love what the psalmist time and again writes Lord I am dismayed I am I'm broken I want to give up but I still will trust in you My enemies are so close they are misrepresenting me they are out to get me but there is hope if you believe in Jesus if you believe in God and I love the fact that the second part of the verse says the power of the Holy Spirit will abound in hope and overflow in confidence in his promises the beauty about the bible is they are all promises of god are you holding on to his promises or are you holding on to someone else's promises today god can only come through if you're holding on to his promises today we find it so easy to hold on to the promises what others are dictating over to us probably the friends who've been sending it to you as dms on instagram or you know tweeting it about you putting all that aside if you want jesus to come into your life and do something you first need to go to him you don't have to use another mediator that's what christmas is about he said hey enough enough of going to the prophets enough of going to the temple and to the high priest i am here i the lord god i'm here and he said i am the temple come to me and come if you see me you see the father he was god walking on earth so today church i want us to refocus if we've been looking elsewhere if we've been looking to others for that word that rema word god saying hey can you seek me for who i am through the word that you have in your own room in your own house can you open that bible and can you look 
because he's saying if you find me you will find and i want to tell you that when you find him this hope this living hope because he's still living he's not dead he's not dead in the grave he rose again he is that living hope that we hold on to he is that living hope we you know call on day and night he is that living hope we carry on into the future he is that living hope irrespective of what my past is i am able to look forward and with hope in my eyes believe that jesus is going to take care of me even as we read from romans chapter 15 i want to read another passage from romans chapter 8 and it goes on to say and we believers also groan even though we have the holy spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory for we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering we to wait with eager hope for the day when god will give us our full rights as his adopted children including the new bodies he has promised us we were given this hope when we were saved if we already have something we don't need to hope for it but if we look forward to something we don't yet have we must wait patiently and confidently and the holy spirit helps us in our weakness for example we don't know what god wants us to pray for but the holy spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all hearts knows that the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with god's own will and we know that god causes everything to work together for the good of those who love god and are called according for his purpose for them you know paul's writing this to a roman church which had both jews and gentiles and it had people of different languages different ethnic groups pretty much like our churches today pretty much like our very own church when we meet you know it had people of different uh, economic groups it had people of you know uh, different color skin and i would say you know take it a step forward it had people of different tribes in our words castes but he goes on to say here that as we believers we all gather under one name if there's one thing that unites us all it's the name of jesus and so often times we try finding divisions outside of this but we always need to see what is it that's uniting us all together as one body and that's jesus and it goes on to say here he is working in and through us that there is a future and our hope is that we will be like him that we wouldn't have these physical bodies we won't have these aches these pains we won't have this worry you know what am i eating right am i eating only organic am i eating you know only these kind of foods or am i eating no you know we take so much care to make sure what we actually put into our body so that we take care of these bodies which will perish but god's concerned hey will you allow the holy spirit to work in and through you because this hope that will work in and through us will work in and through us in the midst when our bodies are failing so today if your body is failing if your body is going through some sickness which you've been having since birth or probably you're you know faced with a doctor's report where they've diagnosed you with a terminal disease or probably they've diagnosed you with something which you never thought you would get because you felt you were careful all this while don't give up on god don't give up on jesus don't give up on the hope that he gives because in the midst of all that his hope will take us through in the midst of all that we'll be able to look past our present suffering and we'll be able to see that jesus has something big in store i love what it says here you know we look forward to something we don't yet have we must wait patiently and confidently i love what it says here in verse 26 and the holy spirit helps us in our weakness the weakness that we experience in our bodies he's willing to help with us but he also wants us to realize that this cannot go beyond or shouldn't take 
the place where God is. And oftentimes we in our humanness elevate our pain above God. But God's saying, hey, I've overcome the world. Would you allow me to journey along with you in this? And you'll start seeing the minute you committed to God, your eyes open up even further to see things differently. You start seeing things with people who are suffering far more bigger than what you are. And you start remembering the words which Jesus says, hey, I am with you. And you start remembering what Paul says in verse 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So today, in this journey of experiencing this living hope, everything would not be going right. I think our Christian life, many a times we come with this narrative thinking, you know, if I follow Jesus, everything will work out for me. No. If I start following Jesus, probably one thing might work out for me. But the remaining 99 will be trouble. But Jesus is saying, hey, I'll walk with you through that. You know, we give this picture that Christmas is perfect if we have the right tree, if you have the right decorations, if you have the right cake, if you have the right food. Everything can be right. But if you miss out on Jesus, we miss out on that living hope. But whereas if everything else is chaotic and if you hold on to Jesus, he's willing to walk with us. And church, I would like to remind you, there's good in the hardships we go through. There's things God matures us and strengthens us in the hardships. We would never grow if we never had setbacks, if we never had struggles. God wants us to be resilient Christians where we will be planted and irrespective of the season, we will still be standing because our hope is in Jesus. And so today, even as we continue, and I want to leave with you three points, three points that you can carry forward into this Christmas and into this coming week so that you can reorient if you've you know not oriented where your hope lies in, but you can reorient it to Jesus and you can take the next step forward. The first thing is this living hope strengthens our waiting. This living hope strengthens our waiting. Can we read Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 14 and it goes on to say, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. This living hope strengthens our waiting. So today, church, I want to ask you, what are you waiting for? Because what we are waiting for is what we will be hoping for. And honestly, a lot of times, the thing that we are waiting for is very temporary. The thing that you're waiting for is just immediate, probably for the next quarter, for the next couple of weeks, or for the next season. But God's saying, hey, can you change this idea of where your hope right now is? I want to be your living hope. And if I am your living hope, I will strengthen your waiting. And today, what is our waiting? Our waiting today is for Jesus Christ to come. Our waiting today is to see Jesus face to face. And so as we go on in this life, that's why I love when we said for all seasons. So today you might be a young working alert or you might be a college goer or you might be someone who just got married or you might be just a father of one or two or three or you might be a grandfather. 
or you might be someone who's currently a widow whatever season you're in god's saying hey i'll strengthen your waiting and when i strengthen your waiting you'll have the strength to say no to certain things you'll have strength to say no to what the enemy throws at you because you are eagerly hoping and waiting for something that's far bigger and what's that that's to spend eternity with him so anything that will take you away from that focus and that goal you will start saying no to it says here no to ungodliness worldly passions and you would say yes to live self controlled upright and godly lives in this present age that's what i love about the bible you read the bible 100 years back it would have been relevant you read it 4000 years later again it will still be relevant in this present age we still are called to say no till we see him face to face and jesus is saying i'll give you that living hope and that strength that's required to hold on to even as we read this passage you know paul writes to titus to tell him and remind him hey it's important what you're going to say no to you know recently i was just reading a um, article about why music are played in malls and uh, you know the just a couple of days we were uh, back we were in a mall and it was interesting just to hear the playlist you know and uh, there are some stats uh, as to why they play music and now why each store gets to play certain kinds of music you know and one of the things is it builds the right atmosphere so that retailers can sell more you know create a private space so that you can shop so that in the midst of all the chaos of you know 10 other people are still shopping in that aisle or four other people in that aisle with that music you have your own private space and you're able to buy what you want to buy you know short waiting times so that you're distracted you're enjoying something in the waiting you're encouraging people to shop more you know and some it, it went on to say the article is quite big and they gave descriptions as to why each of these are done so that they can experience a certain amount of sales but it got me thinking they are eagerly you know making sure what you're listening to governs what you're actually doing and so today in your waiting in your waiting who are you listening to are you listening to the living hope are you listening to the enemy who's asking you to do certain things so that you cannot experience the future that god has in store for you I'm going to say that again are you listening to the living hope that Jesus brings who will strengthen you but are are you giving in to the enemy of saying yes to the things that he's been talking into your life you know the world is identified ways in which they can control govern and you know manipulate us to get certain things but these all come down to behavioral patterns and the important thing here is who are we listening to I, i you know what i highlighted in that article was private space you know it went on to say create a private space so that they are able to shop in the midst of everyone and so today in the midst of all that's happening in church in the midst of all that's happening in family in the midst that all that's happening in your life is jesus your living hope because that private space is very important you can't have a percentage of him you should have all of him all of jesus and zero of satan because it's in that all of jesus that he'll speak to you mysteries it's in that all of jesus he starts speaking to you the deepest desires and the plan and the will that he has for you you know it's interesting the the time i quieten my heart 
the quiet in my spirit to say god speak to me you know he speaks to me certain things many a times of things that i don't see for the next 6 7 years but he empowers and strengthens me to continue and pursue on further that 6 7 years later when i see it i'm able to give thanks i'm literally blown away and what that does is i am excited for what god has in store for the future just because i listened to what he says and i held on to it and today this living hope is here to give you that strength in your waiting so today if you're waiting for peace in your marriage he's willing to give it but are you willing to listen to him are you willing to listen to the holy spirit are you willing to listen to what his word says are you willing to say no today if you want peace at your work are you praying about it in the first place or are you thinking you know what the the work is what is all about me so you know i get to control it no commit it to god today is finances not staying with you is it just flowing out of your pockets like as if there's a big gaping hole ask god bring in this living hope trust everything to him big or small trust it to him and he'll work it out for you because he'll strengthen you in the waiting he'll strengthen you if you've been longing for that promotion trust in the living hope and not on your bosses he'll make it happen he rewards his children in due time according to his time so today who are you listening to so that you'll be strengthened in this waiting the second thing is this living hope secures our identity you know i'm just going to read quickly from matthew 1 verse 3 to 6 a lot of us probably you know when we uh, start reading matthew we'll go through all these names which appear to be the lineage of jesus you know the genealogy and it goes on to say abraham was the father of isaac isaac was the father of jacob jacob was the father of judah and his brothers judah was the father of perez and zerah whose mother was tamar perez was the father of hezron Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Abinadab. Abinadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. You know, and it was interesting as I was going through this. I just realized when you go through each and every one's life story. from abraham god gave you know the promise to abraham that from your line i'll bring the savior and you know when you read through this entire thing his line was not perfect his bloodline was didn't have the right people making the right choices at the right time they were all 100% human they were flawed they did mistakes they succumbed to the human desires they didn't say no when they had to say no but yet they experienced the grace of god on their life and they were able to stand their ground and they will be able to do couple of things they obeyed when they had to obey his word and they had faith when others all lacked it and so today i want us to don't look into their lives and see if this living hope can secure our identity you know if you look through the entire new testament time and again the pharisees and the sadducees when they were talking to jesus were so proud about the lineage about the fact that they are all descendants from abraham you know when matthew who's penning this down as a tax collector you know and so he probably had you know access to you know to go into history books and find out or probably because of his nature of being so detailed you know being a tax collector he knew how to find the the right genealogy and everything but if you read through all this you'll see people even though that they were labeled certain things some were labeled as 
prostitutes some were labeled as you know adulterer some were labeled as you know uh, so many other things uh, a liar and a cheater such as jacob one thing you'll see time and again is the label did not become their identity their identity came solely when they met god face to face or when they interacted with god or when they saw god in what he was doing in and around them and so today i want to ask you this christmas will this living hope will jesus be the person who secures our identity you know today we all many a time throw around what we've you know built ourselves as we have labels we have titles we have so many other things but in the sight of god all that is meaningless you know it's he who created us he knows us inside out you know god's not said hey you know what when I, when you when you walk into you know eternity with me i'm going to look at your qualification i'm going to see what all you've done i'm going to see if you've really made uh, made it big in the earth no he wanted us to be faithful followers of him faithful followers of him and that comes only from a place of having a secure identity what does insecure identity looks like insecure identity gives room for jealousy gives room for bitterness gives room for envy gives room for you know you know for just being all about yourself but when your identity is secure in him he changes you inside out and then you just don't see this christian life of being alone you start seeing it with the community of believers you start seeing it with people and disciples you know of of followers of jesus and you say you know what we are called to do something bigger we are part of one big body and what is it that we can do in this world where he has placed us in this time when he has placed us you know i want us to um, uh, read from first peter chapter 2 was 4 to 5 which we saw early on this year it goes on to say come to him the risen lord as to a living stone which men rejected and threw away but which is choice and precious in the sight of god you believers like living stones are being built up into a spiritual house for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to god through jesus christ for this is contained in scripture behold i am laying in zion a chosen stone a precious honored cornerstone and he who believes in him whoever adheres to trusts in and relies on him will never be disappointed in his expectations this precious value then is for you who believe in him as god's only son the source of salvation but for those who disbelieve the very stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone you know and i'm reading this passage to say where god builds us up and we decide to follow him he says hey let me rebuild you so that you know you become more like me here on this earth but one key ingredient in that whole thing is about the cornerstone and jesus is saying hey let me be that cornerstone and if he is that cornerstone what happens is it secures it secures the foundation it secures the building it secures the entire structure and he's saying if you can allow me to be that cornerstone in your life i will make sure your identity is secure that's why you see when people like peter and paul and the apostles early on when they started to go and proclaim jesus after he rose again they were secure in who had called them they were secure in whose work they were commissioned to do they never doubted the person who called and if you see their circumstances they had they were in joyful times they were in times of trouble yet they had hope that they are going to see jesus face to face 
and i want us to live with that hope i don't want us to be dictated by who the world says we are i want us to be dictated by who jesus says we are i don't want us to be dictated by you know what we kind of like label ourselves on our social media profiles or by the artistic way we put our pictures out there and do all that no all that is just periphery a few people will know us but are we willing to be known by the maker are we willing to be known by our maker are we willing to be known by our creator because when we are known by him when we make you know him our cornerstone our identity is secure and so eventually what happens is our identity doesn't rest on our spouse our identity doesn't rest on the family name that we've carried so far our identity doesn't rest on our caste or on our state or on the language group that we believe in our identity doesn't rest on the particular social strata that we belong to or doesn't belong you know to the things that i own or the things that i possess or to the locality that i live in all those go out of the window it comes down to the fact that i am a follower of jesus and jesus is my living hope and he is my identity and i am secure in that and often times you know you might think geshum but i can't go around telling that jesus is my identity and you know i i i what will the world think of me you know the minute you start acknowledging jesus christ as your lord and personal savior you will have to say no to the world and it goes back to the first point where i said you will have to learn to say no to certain things who are you listening to are you listening to jesus who's the living hope or are you listening to satan who's saying hey you know let's put that aside you can take care of that later but enjoy some other things today because satan is always out there to you know pull us down with regard to our identity for a lot of us our identity on the things that we do it's probably us being a good cook or us being a good programmer or us being a good designer or us be doing things 10 different things good all that aside jesus cares if our identity is secure in him because when it's secure in him what we will see is entirely different we wouldn't see just ourselves we'll see you know ourselves in the midst of others so church today can you make jesus your cornerstone so that your identity will be secure in him so that you will be his and he will be ours you know he's wanting this deep relationship with us not a superficial one a deep one and you know you might say you know i can't go deep immediately yes he's okay with that he wants you to start every day you know we've come to the year end you know if we reevaluate the year a lot of us would have those patches where we really doubted god but it's better late than ever can you make the decision today to say jesus i want to go deeper with you and this is my first step committed to him be genuine he loves a genuine heart he loves when we are you know just ourselves with him he knows us inside out so can we put away all those fake impressions and those masks that we've been wearing for this world and can we tell jesus i want you to be my identity i want you to be my cornerstone so that my identity in who you've created me to be will be secure it wouldn't be based on some of the things that i've experienced in life probably abuse probably some of the things that have you know left a mark on me that wouldn't become my identity or if i'm confused and you know dismayed or you know led astray by the people and by what they are saying i wouldn't be confused and you know be thinking that's my identity but i would be able to hold on to you and look through who you've created me to be and hold on to that and say jesus this is my identity because this is who you say i am and so with that 
living hope would you step into this christmas today knowing that he's wanting to make your identity secure the third thing is this living hope is steadfast every day yes this living hope is steadfast every day you know a lot of us know that song the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new every morning that particular song that we sing comes from the book of lamentations and can we read that particular verse lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 to 24 the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new every morning great is your faithfulness the lord is my portion says my soul therefore i will hope in him the lord is good to those who wait for him to the soul who seeks him i love verse 24 it says the lord is my portion says my soul therefore i will hope in him so today for this living hope to be steadfast in our every day are we willing to make the lord our portion which means if we are consuming food portion wise across intervals in a day we need to also take time to have him every day and that happens by this by reading his word by meditating on his word and you might ask geshom but why do i need him every day you know jeremiah wrote this entire book of lamentations but the prior to this is he was a prophet who was you know telling the people hey repent god's calling you but the people refused they thought he was just another crazy guy shouting there and then the entire book of lamentations is where god couldn't handle his people sin and so he gives them into captivity but then there's hope and this hope that jeremiah continues to write on is about this one who would come and i love the fact that we get to know and understand who this person is and that is jesus he came into this world so that he would bring life not just for a few but for everyone not just you know life here on this earth but eternal life so that when we close our eyes here we are secure knowing that we would spend eternity with him and he goes on to say in our living here he's willing to be steadfast in terms with us every day his mercies for us to continue every day will not come to an end he's willing to be with us in the midst of all the confusion and yet his grace will be sufficient for us So today what is holding us back what is holding us back I would say that the only thing that's holding us back is to trust him wholeheartedly is to believe him wholeheartedly if we can make the lord a portion I'm sure we will have hope in him So today how big a portion of god you want is up to you I hope that we all hunger and thirst for him so much that we will want more of him but the more we hunger and thirst and make him our portion the more he becomes hope for us today so church today even as we close i just want us to look at this and see that can he be a portion in the midst of all that's happening in this world today in the midst of all the celebrations and in the midst of all the gatherings that are happening can he be a portion as you lead your families as you say those prayers as you gather around in the midst of relatives you know coming together can he be that portion so church even as we conclude today what season are you going through all of us are part of in the midst of some season or the other 
some of us are really struggling some of us are you know having questions or having doubts but i would encourage you can you ask jesus that doubt can you raise that question to jesus can you genuinely ask him for those of you who are struggling to do that come alongside with us we would love to journey along with you and oftentimes you know you might struggle to pray we are here to stand in the gap and pray with you because you know that's the beauty about church and the community that jesus left here in this earth for us to build under his name with the help of the holy spirit that we are there for each other and so even today if you have those doubts if you have those questions if you are you know contemplating god i really want to trust you but i'm having my own doubts be bold enough to ask those doubts my god is even much bolder to answer them any time any place whatever you ask he's willing to clear those doubts for you even as you step into this day of christmas of celebrating with everyone our hope is that this living hope who we say is jesus who came down to earth who died here on the cross so that you and me can be saved and who rose on the third day and who has given us this holy spirit to hold on to and to journey along every other day may he strengthen us in our waiting whatever season you are in of waiting may he strengthen you may he also secure your identity so that you will be confident knowing who you are and you will never have that doubt and the third thing is may this living hope be steadfast every day he is willing to give you new mercies every day that sickness he is willing to give you new mercies that struggle he is willing to give you new mercy that relationship struggle he is willing to still give you new mercy but would you hold on to him like never before so church can we just take some time now to commit this entire day into god's hands and this week ahead so that he'll be glorified and honored a loving heavenly father lord we thank you lord for your word lord i pray for all those who are listening right now whatever season that we are all in right now we commit it to you you are the god who knows everything lord jesus inside out you know even before we can think even before we can ask but today in all humility we stand here lord jesus we are grateful that you came down to this earth 2000 years back we are grateful that we get to you know have this relationship with you and i pray today that whoever's watching lord jesus will be able to acknowledge with their mouth and believe with their heart that you jesus are their living hope and i pray they'll hold on to that they'll ask lord jesus that lord you will strengthen every step that they've taken lord jesus i pray that lord especially for those who are waiting lord for their miracle for their breakthrough i pray that lord we believe in the supernatural work lord jesus that you still do miracles that you still come through and i pray that lord you would come through whatever situation they're calling on you for lord jesus impossible situations will become possible because of you lord jesus we thank you I pray Lord for those who have contemplating Lord Jesus with your identity and who have been confused who have been listening to the lies of the enemy I pray that they will hold on to the promises of your word Lord Jesus I pray that Lord you would become the cornerstone in their life that without you Lord Jesus I pray that Lord that they would feel that void and I pray till you come in that they will find strength in that cornerstone that you are Lord Jesus and their identity will be secure in who you've called them to be and i pray that lord every day we would experience you lord jesus your steadfast love and your mercy we would experience every day that in the waiting that in this journey we will experience it every day in every relationship in every step that we take lord jesus big or small we will experience it lord 
I pray, Lord, for peace and love and joy to reign, Lord Jesus, over each and every home right now. I pray, Lord, even right now over the homes where they gather, that, Lord, your, their doorposts will be covered by their blood, Lord. Whoever walks in will experience this living hope today, Lord Jesus. Whoever walks out will carry that living hope into this hurting world, Lord. We pray that, Lord, in the midst of all of this, that, Lord, you will be glorified. You will unite families together, that there'll be love, there'll be joy, there'll be peace. And more than anything, you will be present, Lord Jesus, in each and every home, in each and every space, in each and every place right now, Lord. May you be glorified, honored, and praised. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. 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 So church, even as you step into this week, even as your family comes around and as you gather, I proclaim for God's blessing over you. I proclaim for God's peace. His sovereignty would be over you and your family. And more than anything, his blessing would be over the food, over the water of your home, over everything that you all do. And I pray in the midst of all of this, that you will have peace. Peace that surpasseth all understanding. That you will have joy and that you will have this fountain of hope that you will be able to hold on to. No matter whatever comes your way, you will be able to look up and find Jesus and say that he is my living hope. And I pray that your faces will become radiant so that people will know that Jesus is living inside of you. So as a church, as the leadership here, we just want to wish you all a blessed Christmas. Our love to your families and more than anything, our prayer is that God will bless you and be with you. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing, and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.